0: welcome to 4am the podcast a podcast from me for you live love laugh full blast i am your host andrea thank you for tuning in this is episode 55 of 4am the podcast Flow with me from episode to episode or jump around in whatever order you like. Do you? Enjoy! Welcome, dear listeners. Well, before you listen to this episode, please listen to episode 52 and 54, They are a must because this is the third part of my (laughs) hilarious colonoscopy. Yes, it's um, very picturesque and you might say out loud, no way, a few times. So do yourself a favor and listen to those two first. Who would have thought that there is a part three to my colonoscopy? No one. (laughs) But I got a take two for this procedure. As I picked up my new medication, which was this time not pouches with powder, but pills, the lady who handed it to me said, Honey, did you not follow the prep instructions? Did you do it all wrong? Wow, (laughs) I'm telling you. Listen, ma'am, I was so close losing it because at that point, I really wrestled staying calm and kind and I said, ma'am, I am a type A person and follow directions on packages to the T. There is no way I did mess this one up. Thank you and have a nice day and I walk myself out of her office. Volker and I drove home. There was not much to talk. The next day was pretty much mapped out. No food, drinking a lot of fluids, taking the drugs, dry fasting, and hoping for the best. Back at home, we ordered DoorDash. I could not handle cooking or preparing food. I was weak from the anesthesia, from starving, and absolutely exhausted from the whole day. At 5 p.m., I swallowed 12 thumbnail-long pills, guzzled more water down my throat, and went to bed early. Tired, worn out, and a bit discouraged. Since the afternoon, my tummy was rumbling loud, and I... Should have made a recording, it was so freaking loud. Sleep did not come easy, that's a side effect of the anesthesia, but I did my best to rest. Got up several times to empty my bowels and the medication seemed to do its job this time and work in my favor. 8 a.m. Twelve more pills went down. More water, tea, vitamin water... I lost weight, felt like a leaf in the wind, but I kept my spirit up. 10 a.m., no more drinks. From now on, dry fasting till the procedure. Faye was sick at home and would hold the fort down while we were gone. I tried to do as many jobs as possible before Falk and I would leave to the hospital. At 12.20, it was a short hopper. Folker dropped me off, and I got checked in fast at the hospital. He had to get home, manage several calls before he would go get Amy at school, and then hopefully would come and get me. Plan established. Now we just had to pull through. <laughs> I had a lovely nurse who got me all situated in my little hospital room. She brought me several warm blankets, got my IV going, and then left. I tried to relax, tried to breathe and not overthink what's coming. The medication was working. My bowels were cleaning out over the morning hours and I was really hopeful that everything would work out. Time passed. I started checking the time. Nobody came to check on me. Nobody got me for the colonoscopy. Well, and then I really had to go to the bathroom. By then, one and a half hours had passed from the time my nurse got me situated and got me prepped with my IV. I pushed that red button to call a nurse. My door swung open and a nurse stared me down showing me that she had absolutely no time, nor patience for me. She rushed in, stopped in front of my bed, eyes furious, and I asked politely if I could go to the bathroom. She told me to get myself out of bed, grab my IV bag and get myself in the bathroom. She turned around and left. (laughs) Wow. So I hobbled over to the small shared bathroom, tried not to cry, and did my best not to rip my needle out of my arm while constantly holding that IV bag in one of my hands. This ordeal I would do a few more times. And time passed, 2pm, 2 2.30, 3 I was thinking of Fulker who would now pick up Amy at school. I almost started to cry. I heard people's footsteps rushing past my door. Never ever someone stopped to knock on mine. I heard voices, laughter, and I got sadder and sadder by the minute. I tried to focus and started listing things I'm grateful for. I did my best to relax and close my eyes, but at the end... All I wanted is going home. I was so hungry. So very hungry. It was now over 70 hours. I had not had a bit of food. I was thirsty. I was miserable. I started imagining myself spending the night at the hospital, forgotten and left behind, wandering the halls in search for the cafeteria. Of course, with my IV back in my hand, <laughs> I started hallucinating. So I got my phone and started texting Volker, sending one simple straightforward message. Come and get me right now. I am done here. I am alone in a tiny room. No one cares. No one checks on me. And so on and so on. I started sinking into a deep hole of self-pity. Whining, teary, and I could no longer bear it. At around four, my anesthesiologist knocked on my door. At four. (laughs) A tall lady. She looked tired. I felt that I was just another task on her clipboard. After going through her protocol explaining anesthesia and procedure to me. She told me to hang in there and see you when you get to the operation room. And then she was gone. I had no idea how much longer I had to wait. I grabbed my phone again, told Volker to storm the building and get me out of here. I'm going home, getting the IV out. We would figure out later. (laughs) But then finally, a knock. A stocky nurse came in, said, we're going, and she wheeled me out. We even took the elevator, which turned my stomach upside down. Laying in bed while going down and being as depleted as I was, um, that was not the best combination. She pushed me into an operation room. I got to know a new anesthesiologist. My doctor was there. And another lady. They were all in party mood. And I, oh my god, <laughs> it was so tough for me to see them in happiness, in laughter. And I was just miserable. But they reassured me all would go just fine. My doctor said to relax, ponder where I would go out for dinner after. And then darkness. I woke up in my tiny little hospital room. A nurse behind me, busy typing in the computer. And I started talking. Yes, me, the talker after anesthesia. And I told her all about how amazing I can park my car and that we from Switzerland are the best car drivers because it takes a full year to obtain the license and everyone gets to know the full spectrum of the weather. And so I talked and talked and talked until I came out of it. It was great. Then again, the chills. I get so cold after an operation. More blankets, hot water to sip on, and the glorious news that all went well and that I could eat today. But guess what? I would have done that anyways. (laughs) I decided beforehand that there would not be a take-three for me. After monitoring me for 30 minutes, they let me go. A wheelchair was brought in and within seconds I was out. Out in the out. Where I longed to go for the whole afternoon. Got greeted by Volker, seated in our car and off we drove home. That's all I wanted. I just wanted to go home. I opened my snack bag which I had prepared beforehand and which was waiting for me in the car. All afternoon. Slowly I started eating, chewing with my eyes closed. I tell you, food has never tasted this tasty. Ah. Do you have a second for me? Like and share the podcast and write a crispy short review. Thank you. And that was it for today. Thank you for sharing your time with me. 4 a.m. because the sunrise is the miracle of the day. Podcast episodes are uploaded early in the week, so look for that orange 4am logo. You can listen to this podcast on several platforms, from Apple Podcasts to Stitcher, Spotify, Breaker Pocket Cast, Radio Public, etc., etc. Subscribe and follow me on Instagram and Facebook. Every episode is accompanied with visuals to make you smile even bigger. Let's keep in touch. 4AM, the podcast.